baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Enough with the pandas. Yes, I understand. The pandas are going back to China. But why does this matter so much? Oh, my gosh. Fake outrage. Fake outrage. This is what you got to worry about. This is what you're worried about in the country right now in the world. As I was perusing all of the news of the day. And, you know, it is... A lot of news, and a lot of it is awful. I keep seeing the story about the pandas that are going back to China. And if you haven't gotten a chance to look at all of your news today, the Smithsonian's National Zoo yesterday bid farewell to three giant pandas and returned them to China. All right, they came in the 70s, when President Nixon brokered a deal for two pandas, the duo spent their life in the National Zoo after dying of old age, were replaced uh, by today's duo. It's uh, Mia Zhang and Tian Tian. They came in 2000. Okay, Mia, Mia gave birth in 2020 to another panda. And now China says, okay, it's they were on loan, and we want them back. And now people are devastated that the pandas are going back. You know what, friends? You have too much free time. Look at the pandas online. They're from China. They're going back. I don't know that this is panda diplomacy, That's as people exactly are calling it. it. Oh, my Why God. do you hate bears? You hate... I don't hate, you hate bears, but enough with the pandas. What if the pan- returning of the pandas... Broker, brokers peace between China and the United States, and we welcome China into the fold. There's no more tension between America and China. There's no more uh, suspicion. There's no more wondering whether the Chinese are spying on us with TikTok and what other, and that they'll soon take over. What if the pandas are the ultimate difference? And you, on this day, November 9th, 2023, uh, complained about it and you that, that'll be marked forever in history that you were against chinese u.s relations if the pandas can do all of that then sure let's share them I, I, also by the way the one that was born in 2020 i mean isn't that one a u.s citizen <laughs> so they should a dreamer? have a u.s what are you passport. Gonna, a dreamer Is a that dreamer I mean, I guess. I mean, the parents have been here since like the seventies, or no, they died. And uh, you, you know, I'm just saying that that one's a U.S. citizen. We should have been able to keep that one. But even so, if it will calm relations with China, um, if it'll show some fairness, send the pandas back. It's fine. We have the internet now. In Nixon's day, we didn't have the internet. Maybe people had never seen a panda. But the fact that this is making news next to the uh, the Israel-Hamas war, next to the Republican-slash-debate debacle, uh, the fact that this did is it making come up? such news. Did the, panda, oh, did, the, did, did the panda the issue come up during the debate last night? I don't, I don't believe it did. I haven't seen it. I didn't watch the whole sounds thing. But it, 
<laughs> Sounds to me like an immigration issue. You're right. You nailed this. This is an immigration issue. It's tougher borders, build the wall, send the pandas home. I think that's a victory and, for the Republican Party. And now we have a panda that should be an American because they were born on U.S. soil being sent over to China. I think we should we should maybe save that panda. But if they need the other ones to come back, um, I get it. And enough with the pandas. I, I don't know that we need to mourn. It was great that we had them. We bred one, an American, obviously. I'm sorry their life is going to change, but enough. Thank you for your texts. You know it's what? pandemonium. Oh, you stole my joke. I was going to... Oh, sorry. Yeah. The texter said it. The texter, not me. I'm not that smart. <laughs> Pandas, really? Good Lord. We have more important issues to worry about. Like, will T-Swift be at Sunday's game? Or will George, or who will George Santos be this week? Thank Bravo. you. Thank you for getting me, uh, texters. Thank you. Like, this, this was the one thing that we could laugh about this morning because the world is on fire, my friends. And I'm reading about the pandas and, and not only reading, like I'm clicking on the links. I'm like, oh, what's going on with the pandas? And then I'm like, Jordana, who are you? Why do you care about the pandas? You really don't. So, so you wait a minute. No, wait, wait, wait a minute. Your, your whole argument here is like, who cares about the pandas? And you I were clicking on, but pandas. you were clicking, you just admitted know, you were clicking I on. I haven't clicked on one story about the dang pandas until right you now. Know why? It's because the world is on fire, Adam. And 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 like the texter says, like Taylor Swift and George Santos, like I, I feel like I need to know more about that because the world is so heavy. And after a night of Republican debates and an Israel Hamas war, that's what I found myself gravitating to. But but as I analyzed my thoughts, I thought I don't really care about these pandas. And I'm, I hope they have a good life in China. I don't know what it's going to be. But um, do you care about the pandas? Because I don't. I love pandas. I love all types of bears. <laughs> Even though this texture says pandas are the bottom feeders of the bear family. Good riddance. Where do panda bears Where do panda bear, bears rank in the bear community? What What's your favorite type of? You have to have a favorite type of bear, don't you, Jordana? Uh, um, can mine be a teddy bear? Because I'm afraid no, of bears. No. Well, who, no, really, they're cute. I mean, I mean yes, they're are, oh. they're bloodthirsty man killers, but some bears aren't are they? awfully cute. <laughs> and aren't pandas mean? Don't they just want to eat and sleep? Don't they eat like they five thousand pounds bamboo, of bamboo right? a day? Right. No, I don't think they're mean. They're just kind of lazy you don't bears. Think they're mean. Oh, maybe it's the koalas that are mean because they look really cute. But I think they're mean and lazy. Okay, now I'm defaming pandas. I'm, I'm libeling pandas or, or any kind of bear and koalas. Um, I, this is why I didn't even Google, like, are pandas mean? Are they nice? Because as I found myself going down this rabbit hole, I was like, I'm talking to myself this morning. I'm like, I really don't care about these damn pandas. Does, uh, people are saying, Jor, uh, you're being mean. People do love the pandas. Kids, kids love pandas. Kids love pandas. Then get them a book about the pandas. I don't care that the zoo is sending them back. And you know the the flight that they went back on had a giant decal of pandas. I was of course. Like, oh, this is spending a lot of time on the pandas, as uh, as we are. While um, pandas are regarded as cuddly, quiet animals, they certainly have a dangerous side when they feel threatened. They're solitary creatures and like to avoid confrontation. Kind of like me. Yes, you're a panda. I'm a panda. You're a panda. But you don't have dual citizenship. This panda did, no. the texter says. They they might have dual citizenship. Yeah. I think it's they an intentional. pandas are cuter. I don't know. 
I think it's an intentional distraction from the news of the day. We're being intentionally drawn away from what's happening in the world to care about these pandas. Really, you could say we're being bamboozled. Oh, snap. Dave, sorry, sorry, I couldn't help myself. Come on, Dave. You know, the writer's strike is over. The writer's strike ended a while ago. We should have better jokes. Come on. Are you guys going to miss the pandas? Have you ever seen the pandas at the zoo in Washington? No. I've no. Um You don't care either. Somebody texted you, you too. Care. Roger Erickson is rolling in his rolling over in his grave. He probably is. Was oh, that I because this is bad radio or because he loved the pandas? He might have loved Probably a little bit of both. He might have loved the pandas. Uh so again, this is my thought for the day is I don't care about the pandas, but I guess I'm grateful cuz it was a bit of a break mm-hmm. in the day talking about uh, the Republican debate, which we will get and to the Hamas watched. war. That nobody, Did nobody watch it? Uh, I want, Well, okay, let's break. Let's talk about it because I want to know, yeah. Yeah. is Nikki Haley's daughter off limits to <laughs> bring up? Okay. Not, no, not, not, not for me. She's I mean, a grown-up, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yes, yes. Is Nikki Haley's adult daughter off limits to bring up in a debate? We'll uh, tackle that question next on CCO. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't think a 25-year-old is off-limits when it comes to uh, a political debate, even if it's the child of a candidate. So last night, nobody watched it. The Republican uh, debate in Miami with the five remaining... Was it, is it five now? We've got Christie, Scott, Haley, DeSantis, yeah. and Ramaswamy. Um, and Vivek Ramaswamy... I mean, who defends Vivek more than me? I'm, I'm, I'm the station's Vivek guy. You shouldn't. But he clearly, you know, he denier. Well, you know, hey, um, everybody's got their thing. But yep. you know, he was kind of initially he kind of shot up like, "Ooh, Vivek is the he's gaining traction," and everybody turned on him. Everybody went after Vivek. Mm-hmm. Now Vivek mm-hmm. last night says it's my turn to go after everybody else, and when talking about TikTok. The Chinese app that all our kids are addicted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came up, and Nikki Haley is suggesting that we should limit TikTok. It should be, you know, banned in certain areas, uh, restrictions of it. And uh, Vivek said, "Wait a minute, uh, we have the sound here. Here's what Vivek had to say to uh, Nikki Haley." I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters propping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. The easy answer is actually to say that we're just going to ban one app. Yeah. Go further. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. Get after each other. Fight. In the mud. You're scum. You are scum. Yeah, she hates him. Ah, yeah. There's no love loss there. So you think that was fair game? I think she's 25, 25-year-old daughter. If she's using it and Nikki Haley is being hypocritical saying, oh, no, we should limit it. Well, you know, your own daughter's using it. I think that's fair. Now, um, Mm -hmm. the way he phrased it, you know, you should look at your own family first. Yeah, I guess you could have objections with that. But no, I I don't have a problem with that. Do you? No, my God, absolutely not. I do think underage children or children that are vulnerable are not fair game. Correct. But it, he was actually making a point. 
I mean, Nikki Haley, if she wants to ban TikTok, and does she really want to ban TikTok? Is that one of her talking points? I don't know. I don't know how true it is, because you never know what to believe anymore. But if she has said that in the past, and her grown-up kid, or, you know, adult daughter, excuse me, is on it, sure, that was totally viable. I mean, if we're, and, and unfortunately, kids are fair game, but if they have committed crimes, or if they, you know, are in the swamp, then, yeah, I do think that it's fair game, if it is legitimate. You know, you can't... Uh, you shouldn't criticize somebody for a disability no. or something that they can't control. But, you know, if if Hunter Biden did something wrong, absolutely, right. there needs to be an investigation of that, especially if it was linked to our current president. We all want to know if that was a thing. Yeah, you know, no pro- if the Trump kids signed off on documents that are fraud, we want to know that. I, I absolutely think the American public should know that. Yeah, a little hypocritical. Republicans have no problem uh, bringing kids into it when it, uh, that kid is named Hunter Biden. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. I mean, there's serious questions there now, like when they target Hunter Biden uh, on his drug use. Um, to me, that's, a, you know, people battle addiction, okay? And that's it's not mm-hmm, a funny matter sure. to uh, mm-hmm. make fun of somebody or target somebody because of their drug use. Uh, no, a, but if they lied on a form yes. that oh, said, yeah, that's, I'm I'm not abusing drugs and I want to buy a gun, you know, that's illegal. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that that's fair game. Um, the one thing that I was looking at, can I just uh, talk, we're going to talk yep. a little bit about the debate. I want to uh, share with you what I was most interested in, obviously. I was most interested in uh, the Republican response to the war on Israel, because I don't know if many of you have been following, well, probably not as closely as I have, but, you know, we're getting gaslit now. And when I say we, I mean uh, Zionists, uh, people who, which are people who believe Israel has a right to exist. That's the definition of a Zionist. Uh, Jews are getting gaslit and people are saying that, like, Hamas didn't even do these atrocities. Oh, I haven't seen the picture of beheaded babies, so this didn't really happen. Like, I've actually seen videos of people saying that. And, you know, those people are idiots, though. I mean, that's ridiculous. Of course. Uh, But it's happening. It's happening on our college campuses. It's happening at pro-Palestinian rallies. That's what people are saying. And this is a huge problem. Uh, And I, I was curious to know what their response would be. We're now a month in to this war, a month after terrorists, Hamas terrorists, you know, murdered 1,400 innocent civilians during a time of a ceasefire. So um, here's a little bit of their response on how Israel should be handling uh, this attack from Hamas. As president of the United States, what would you be urging Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to do at this moment? So what I would tell Bibi is that Israel has the right and the responsibility to defend itself. I would tell him to smoke those terrorists on his southern border, and then I'll tell him as president of the United States, I'll be smoking the terrorists on our southern border. The first thing I said to him when it happened was I said, finish them. Finish them. The last thing we need to do is to tell Israel what to do. The only thing we should be doing is supporting them and eliminating Hamas. It is not that Israel needs America. America needs Israel. They are the tip of the spear when it comes to this Islamic terrorism, and we need to make sure that we have their backs in that process. I would be telling Bibi, finish the job once and for all with these butchers, Hamas. They're terrorists. They're massacring innocent people. They would wipe every Jew off the globe if they could. He cannot live 
with that threat right by his country. That Hamas should release every hostage and they should unconditionally surrender. I'm sick of hearing the media. I'm sick of hearing other people blame Israel just for defending itself. We will stand with Israel in word and in deed, in public and in private. Am I a Republican now? Uh, I don't know. Are you? Well, because I agree with everything that all of them just said. I I don't know that I've ever agreed with something that Ron DeSantis has said. And I feel like those responses were everything that I wanted to hear and something that the American people need to hear as well. I was really proud of those candidates when they said that. You think it's too much? Uh, No, but... No, not mm-hmm. I, but that's I, I would expect nothing else from all those Republican candidates and should be for Democratic candidates, too. But um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I would say this, uh, you know, uh, fighting against terrorism and wiping out a terrorist organization that not only wants to wipe Israel off the map, but America off mm-hmm. the map. We'd be unified in yeah. that. But sadly, so many, uh, there are many Democrats that do not share the same view that these Republican candidates did. And I was um, glad, at least, that if we do end up with a Republican, I don't know that any of them are running for president. I think they're probably running for vice president. Correct. Um, that, that they had a strong stance on Israel. So that's part of the debate that I liked. Uh, 931, News Talk 830 WCCO. We have traffic and weather coming up. And uh, we'll... We'll answer because I did bring up the kid question. We got a few texts on that, and I'd like to just address a couple of those texts. But also, mm. uh, if your kid made a flag design and it got submitted, <laughs> <laughs> now it's my turn to say, I don't care. Uh, that's next on WC. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Okay, if your kid sat down at the table and, as I love to do, I was a drawer, I love to draw, and drew a state flag, and you sent it to the state of Minnesota, and they put it up on their website yesterday, I'm sorry, your kid didn't have a submission for the state flag. Can we stop with that already? Okay, you go, you went after bears in the first half hour. I'm going after uh, kids. Drawing state flags, because no, they won't be considered for the Minnesota state flag. And I'm not so much criticizing your child's artistic ability. I'm criticizing the state of Minnesota and this process of changing the flag, which I don't care. Change the flag. It's fine by me. I'm not tying myself to the this old flag of ours, because frankly, the current state flag is boring. It looks like and racist. 20 other state flags. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it uh, mm-hmm. I, p- purports a, a racist ideology. And so, mm-hmm. uh, change the flag. It's not that big a deal. But we, do, mm-hmm. I mean, when, 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 when the state of Minnesota reveals Minnesota state flag submissions, we didn't need 2,000 of them to go through. We could have <laughs> narrowed it down to, you know, maybe 100. Uh, so, you don't, so any, basically anybody who sent anything to the state flag oh, and symbol commission saying, here's my proposal for the new state flag. It wasn't vetted at all. 
and they just put unless I assume that some people maybe did send ones that were maybe outright offensive or something that they said okay we'll not put that up but anything else went including some very poorly constructed uh, I assume even by adults with bad computer programs uh, and the state of Minnesota revealed them yesterday uh, okay and did you look at all two thousand I no <laughs> who's got that kind of time. I mean, I saw, and and people are tweeting about, oh, these are my favorites. I mean, first of all, there were several, I mean, that have the same kind of theme and the same kind of color scheme. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, who's got that kind of time? I mean, can't we be a little further along in this process where we maybe have, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, like, again, start with maybe 50 and then whittle it down to 10? Because, I mean, aren't, aren't they supposed to have, like, the new one in place or at least pick the new one by the first of the year? By January, yeah. You think they could have some like general characteristics of the flag, right? Like we do not mm-hmm. want this, mm-hmm. we do want this, and if you don't meet those, you think you can mm-hmm. just toss those out immediately. So am I being a Scrooge? Right. Like am a, I a being stick, a yeah. Like if your kid submits a stick figure of Kirk Cousins, no, and and don't waste time. Like I mean, you can say, see, that's when. You tell your kid, oh, I'm going to put this in the mail. Good job. But yep. you don't actually submit it because these people, I mean, they, I mean, I guess it'll go right in the trash, but like they don't have time for that. I mean, and, and literally I am looking at some of the submissions and some of them are stick figures and, and that's adorable. Maybe that was a kindergarten project, but don't waste the time of, of people that uh, really actually do have a job to do. I mean, there is a picture of a giant mosquito. Called the Minnesota, and the flag is the Minnesota Republic. Yeah. I mean, that's funny. Communism but, uh, uh, thrown in there. I, I get that little political again, jab. Yeah, you know, maybe post it on your Instagram or your X or whatever. But I, these people really do have things to do. I mean, I guess they have to look through two thousand. I guess very easily <laughs> they could weed out some of this ridiculousness. But um, you're right. That's that's too many, and there should have been some kind of a a weeding out process. Texter says that's cute that you think government employees don't have time to waste. That's eighty percent of their job, according to the texter. Ouch! <laughs> oh, that's harsh. That is harsh. Uh, we may as that's well we, we may as well use this moment to teach our children that their amateurs doodles will not get them anywhere unless they have a really well, good website and maybe a top notch publicist. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It's not hanging in the Louvre. No. But again, that is when you, you take it, you put it in the envelope, you maybe even spring for the stamp and you say, okay, we're going to submit it. But, you know, they, like I said, that's not a real thing. And it, it's cute and it could have been an exercise for your family, but I don't need to see uh, some of these stick figures. Some of them are some of them are very cute. You yeah. know, you can tell that some of them are, are well thought out designs or done on a computer. Uh, some of them are a little too complex for me. You know, I like the ones with the loon and the fish. But um, I I also didn't see a lot of purple. I thought there would be more purple. There's a lot of blue, green, and white. Are those our official colors, Adam? Well, I think. Well, I think a lot of them just represent, you know, the the blue, uh, the you know, the water, the green for the trees, mm-hmm. and the white for the mm-hmm. snow. I think though that's the symbolism involved oh, there. Okay. I do like that color scheme though, and uh, honestly, purple. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've okay. If, if you're talking about like prints, okay, we don't need to have prints. Uh, memorialized in our state flag. 
I think and we, the Vikings. We, I mean, Purple's yeah, kind of our thing. Yeah, we've done plenty of uh, honoring Prince. I don't think we need to honor Prince in our state flag. Well, I think that should be one of the characteristics, that it not that our flag should not honor a specific person or a specific team, oh. because I think that's yeah. alienating. I mean, what if you're not a Prince fan and not a Vikings right. fan, but you still live in Minnesota? Like, you're allowed to be here, too. It should be something ubiquitous. Oh, trust me. When, we, uh, when the mm. flag will be chosen... There'll be plenty of people offended. Uh, to that, that is a guarantee. But here's a picture. There's, it's just like a picture of wood, green wood. I don't understand that. Well, like what? Somebody just took a picture of like their wooden desk. Like that's really a submission that they accept. Don't waste their time. Don't waste their time. I'm looking at one. I'm looking at one um, that has a hot dish on it. Yeah. Like a picture of a casserole. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, a hot dish. Uh, no, we're not going to do that either. I don't think that's. Like you said, I don't know that that's all encompassing. I have yet to make a hot dish, so I'm going to have to learn how to do that. And some of them are just too complex. You know, some of them are, are, are crazy and, and colored with crayon. I understand that maybe you're an amateur or a child and want to submit that, but I feel like we do need some professional designs. I, um, well, a lot of people just took the current flag and then they replaced the symbol, that which so many people... Mm. Um, object to you know the the indian on the horse you know run, mm-hmm. running away from the white settler and just mm-hmm. submitted like something else in the in that place uh, but that's my problem with the flag to begin with is that blue background with the seal in the middle is so similar to so many other state flags that that's what mm-hmm. let's have something a little different how about this one with just flannel i mean we're not all lumberjacks is it but the uh, the flannel? It's red and black flannel. Bl- buffalo plaid. That's called the buffalo plaid. That is the quintessential oh. plaid of the black and. Uh, I, I I'd accept that. Why not? Really, a black and red flag? Why I don't not? Want a black and red flag, and I don't want flannel. No, and I don't want mosquitoes. I guess now I'm trying to. Uh, Good point. In, flags in the pa- fl- flags in the past that had black and red in them. Uh, not not too f- not too good. I'll just I'll just say that. that. That's not a good right. color scheme for for a flag. Uh, blasphemy mm-hmm. on your prince comments when you speak of the goat Oof. you pay homage. I'm, I, I'm. We've paid homage over and over and over again, and now people are making a lot of money on that homage or homage. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Prince would have accepted that. I'll tell you this: if we had a really cool flag, uh, we could honestly it could be a swag opportunity. You know, no one is walking around with the flag of Minnesota currently no. printed on their shirt. Yet, when you go to Colorado, you see in all of yep. their little Correct. tchotchke stores and all, they, they have the Colorado flag because it's cool. It's simple. Yep. It's cool. Everybody knows what it is. Um, and we have an opportunity to do that and sell a bunch of swag down at the Mall of America when people come to visit. Oh, cool. Minnesota flag. But we got to make it cool. We got to make it something that somebody wants to wear on a T-shirt. Yep. Not complex. Not flannel, and uh, no, sorry, but not your kid's stick figure. And honestly, that's part of it too. Is like that—that that is part of it. It's like you—you. You, it is. A, it's a marketing opportunity where you market the state, and suddenly that becomes uh, yeah. that symbol or that color scheme becomes something you absolutely can sell. I just put in our mm-hmm. show note one that I absolutely love. What do you think of that one? This one's got like blue oh, wait, waves. Oh wait, hold on, I gotta look at the note. It's got blue waves. Yeah. And then there's like a white wave line, and then the green top, and then the blue star. So it's white, mm-hmm. green, and blue. And uh, I like that. I like that one. But see, I don't. Yeah, I like that one too because it's a north star, but it's also the lakes. Get the lakes and the green, and uh, I think that uh, represents mm-hmm. the state awfully well. So that's it. We only need that one. We don't need uh, two thousand more.
Did you see this one? Flag submission F-277. It's in uh, this NPR story. It's a loon with lasers coming yes. out of his eyes yeah. attacking a walleye. Yes, that one was uh, widely shared. And mission accomplished for the person who submitted that one because that one got widely shared doing? yesterday and said that, yeah. What are yeah. we doing? <laughs> right? It looks like lasers. Am I missing something that's positive about that? Or is like the loon trying to kill the walleye with the lasers coming out of its eye. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, talk about a waste of time. You have no, you two have nothing better to do than criticize people who care about the flag that represents our state. We care about so it, too. today. I know. We yeah. are. We just don't care about pandas. We, I guess. Pandas. I mean, we do care about it. I kind of want it to be cool. So I don't really want flannel or the laser loon or the hot dish or, like, the stick figure. Yeah. You know, I want it to be something cool. I like your, I, I might get behind your your flag because I do think it's simple. Yep. I like the colors. It represents the lake and the North Star. Um, I like that. Yeah. I don't need a walleye or a loon on my flag either. Uh, no. I mean, I like I like walleyes. I like loons. But yeah, we've they're overrepresented. I think we can come up with something a little better. We don't need animals. Uh, nine four, maybe a panda. 947, News Talk 830, WCCO back after this with Adam and Jordana. 951, that's your Linda's Construction time check, time to invest in Infinity from Marvin Windows. So I was, when I was in high school, I was part of the country renaissance where country music suddenly became popular again. And that guy, Garth Brooks, was absolutely at the forefront. And I was huge, still am, huge Garth Brooks fan. I mean, when you talk about an artist who is, puts on a great show, is genuinely positive. Uh, it's Garth Brooks. And I read this story in the paper this week. So he's released a new album. And there's a song on it called St. Paul, Minneapolis, A True Story. And John Breen uh, writes about this song and says that it was based on a chance encounter Brooks had with a woman here in the Twin Cities when he was doing his shows here. Um I have no, quotes Brooks here, I have no clue who she is. It was the weirdest thing. It was the easiest thing I've ever done. When she started talking, there was something in me that unlocked, he told Billboard this week. In my dream of dreams, I'd love to run into her again and see if that easy feeling was really that or am I just imagining things. Okay, that sounds great and all. And like I think we've all maybe, or not we've all, but some of us have had that moment where you run into someone and you're like, wow. I, that person was just very easy to talk to, and I'd like to know more about that person. Here's the problem with it, though: is Garth Brooks is married to Trisha Yearwood, <laughs> yeah. and yes. like, I wonder what that Trisha. Is a problem, Adam. What did yes. Trisha Yearwood think about that? But you know what? He didn't even tell her, which makes it even more like Garth. What what's going on here? Brooks never discussed the encounter with anyone, including his wife. He refused to tell Billboard about the specifics of the random meeting, quote, because if this person is going to show up, then she'll know the details that nobody else does, and I'll know I'm talking to the right person. So he's suggesting that maybe when he comes back here, as I sure I hope he will, to do shows here, that this woman will show up. So what's going on here with Garth? I mean, okay, does it, like if Mark this told you weird. about that? or it, Yeah. How okay. would you feel well, about the, that? Okay. Well, first of all, I would definitely feel weird if he said to me, I met a woman on the street who I totally connected with and I'd like to meet her again. And I'd I can't like, stop um, thinking about her and I'm writing a song right? about her. Okay, let me get some divorce papers. Like, I mean, who says that to their spouse? But also, has that ever happened to you? 
Adam, were you, I mean, right? This was a chance encounter. Did Garth Brooks say it was on the street? I, no, I, uh, I'd i have to read exactly. But it was. It was a chance encounter. Then, it, And that he that she was easy to talk to. Yeah. And I guess not easy enough to exchange information because they've never met again, but clearly elicited some kind of an emotional response. So I I need a lot more information. How long did you talk? Was it, you know, a five minute conversation or was it a two hour conversation? Right. I um, have you ever had an experience like that, David or see, I would argue that everybody has had an experience where, you know, you meet somebody of the opposite sex, perhaps that you get along with and are maybe attracted to. Yeah. And. Maybe sticks in your mind for the rest of the day. Yeah. I, like I think everybody's had that. Sure. Like you're lying if you haven't. But the question is then like, what, what do you what do you, do, you do with on? that? Right. And if I'm a married man, what do I do with that? I go, huh? She was cute. Yeah. I'm gonna go back home and you know love my wife the way I did yesterday and yep. and try not uh-huh. to think about that because there's no future there. If you then dwell on that person and daydream about that person and write, write a, a song, song about that about person, that person. It gets, like really weird. So yeah, of course we've all had that, but. The action after that is yes. odd. And let's and be so, honest, this could be just a big story to sell a great song and sell an album. Right. But it begs the question, Did Trisha, is Trisha Yearwood okay with that? And Wait, I think are they David, divorced now, by no, the way? Oh, no, they're, Someone they're still texted married. that they're divorced. Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks? No, they're still married. Hold on, I'm Googling that right now. Uh, oh, and it says here on People, Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood had an instant connection when they first met in 1987. Well, yeah, that's, well, that's uh, sure it's not about your wife. Well, and he, well, Garth was married, and Garth had a, his first wife, and it was, it's one of those things where he fell in love with Trisha Yearwood, and they mm. became. So, I mean, there's that history there that I guess is cannot be ignored when you're talking about this, but. But David is right, a hundred percent. I mean, you're right. I think I think we've all had that. We've all been like, you know, suddenly, oh, and you you might be actually flirting with someone, and like, wow, that feels good. That's that's a moment that gives me the tinglies or whatever. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. like what you do with that after the fact, right? I mean, it's not. Let, we, let's be honest. It's nice to know that somebody still finds you attractive. Somebody's you know a stranger or somebody you know, but it's what you do with that. I need to know if they're still married. I'm looking up the uh, timeline, but I think they're still married. I think they're still Trust married. Me. Yeah, they're still so you, married. you, you yes. think they are? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, then I really want to hear Trisha's response to uh, all of this, and I think it's weird that he made this announcement. Like you said, maybe it's just to sell um, t- to sell albums. But my God, it's, yeah. you're like kind of being mean to your wife. Uh, but if you're the woman, we want to hear the story. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Call in now. We want to hear it all. Even if you're faking it or making it up, call it. DJ, uh, what do you got? Uh, pizza Head, uh, Pizza Hut is out with a head-turning new pizza. Also, we'll find out what Adam learned at the Wolves game last night. All that coming up Ooh. next in Quick Takes. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 